It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And I just want to talk about something I've noticed, especially within the black community, probably more so within the black community, definitely in our culture, is this expensive material item gifting that I see. And um, I, I've just noticed it. I mean, I think we've all noticed it, but maybe we didn't think about it in, this, in, the, in the way I'm about to put it to you. But it's like, Okay, so let me just start by saying this, right? What I've noticed is that, like, especially richer black people, they will go out there and, you know, without hesitation, they'll buy a friend or a family member or, like, the girl that they're messing with, or in some cases, the guy, you know, for the city girls and girls like that. The guy that they're messing with, the person that they're, like, in love with or or in a relationship with, they will they will go and spend upwards of fifty thousand dollars on a gift like a, a watch a chain a car you know what i'm saying um things like that but if you were to sit down with them and tell them hey why don't you get him he already has plenty of chains and cars and motorbikes and stuff like designer clothes and all that cool stuff why don't we get him a business this time Get him open up a little Zaxby's or open up a little wing spot or a um, a tax office or a uh, what you call those things again? A barber shop. Get her a nail salon. You know what I'm saying? Like um, let's 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 put this money into to cryptocurrency or some stocks and, and watch it take off. You know what I'm saying? Or let's get them some rental property or or get them something like that. Which sometimes in a lot of cases, these things that I'm naming actually can or do cost less than the chain, less than the watch, less than the designer clothes, less than the car, than another flashy car for him to drive he won't want four years from now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it makes me wonder, like, one of two things, like, is it just the mentality of the person that's getting a gift or is it the mentality of the person doing the gift, get the gift, the person doing the gift giving? You know, say, wouldn't you rather see your friend, family member, boyfriend, girlfriend thrive and have something that's going to last them forever and do great things for them, you and others? You know what I'm saying? Or do you want them to kind of always be under your thumb a little bit? You know what I'm saying? Um, And stay just focused on dumb shit and never really go anywhere because you know if you get them one barbershop they might go get another then they might get another they might say you know let me open up a restaurant now then they move on from opening a restaurant now they say okay i'm gonna take some of this money and go get me some properties then they get some properties now they now you know what i'm saying then one one day they way past you you know is that if i mean i'm i'm, I'm asking i've never been in a position to give anybody fifty thousand dollars worth of gift so and maybe one day i will be no one day i will be um is that what's going on here? Or do you just think so little of this person, right? And think that that's just what they're entertained by. But I'll tell you right now, if you ever gave me a $50,000 watch or chain, I would look at you like, damn, bro. Like, what the hell? Like, what, is this what you think about me? You know what I'm saying? Is this what you think about me? And I've been seeing this. Uh, I've seen, um, and, I, and I like these, these next couple of guys I'm about to highlight. But I mean, I know a lot of y'all know who they are. So I'm just using them as an example. I've seen a video recently of Gucci Mane. I guess he just signed some new artists. Um, and can, can I give a quick message to Gucci Mane? Because I, I love Gucci Mane, you know, and I remember the original Brick Squad and the original 1017. And, you know, we grew up listening to that type of stuff, you know, especially here in Atlanta. But um, Gucci, can you stop signing the same artists over and over again? 
Like, seriously. It's like you have, like, 30 Pushaisties over there. Like, find somebody a little different. I mean, I, I get it. You, y'all trapped out. Y'all street niggas, whatever like that. But, damn. I mean, if you sign one more nigga who's, who out there signing the same as the last nigga you just signed, I'm going to probably lose my marbles. Seriously. No offense to those guys over there, but I'm just saying, damn, I mean, you gonna have a whole team full of the same niggas? But anyways, he signs this kid who was like in high school, whatever, I guess, or coming out of high school, and he gives this kid a fucking watch. And all I could think to myself was, how much does that watch cost? I know that shit's at least $30,000, $40,000, and even if he didn't spend any money, it was a favor, right? He could have ran it off on some credit, right? He could, the label, the, the big label, the label above his label, if there is one, I don't know, um, probably paid for it. They got these things on deck. I don't know how how this works. Tax write-off, I don't know. I've never bought a $45,000 watch. Um, here's the thing about it. Where, I, I, for, for me, I'm a, I'm a business-minded person for the most part. I'm trying to become more business-minded. I've been looking at life a little differently than I did for my first half of life. Now I'm going to my second or um, my second half. I got about three halves, about three three quarters in this thing. We're going into the second one now. Um, and I've been in these little financial groups, and it makes you look at things differently. So I, when, when I when I hear the word when I hear the, the term forty five thousand dollars, it is so many things that come to mind that can be done that will ultimately, if you do them, they are long term. Some of them are short term. Come up. Some of them are long term investments. You will become wealthy eventually. Okay, you will definitely. If you're smart enough, if you and nothing crazy dramatic happens in this world out of your hand, of course, like some New World Order type shit, you will die a wealthy man, okay? And which means that your kids will live as wealthy people, and hopefully, if they keep the businesses going, theirs will as well too. You will more importantly than even saying the word wealthy or rich, you will have financial freedom. And I, I just thought that's what we all wanted. We want to see our friends, our family, our lovers grow. You understand what I'm saying? We want to see these things. And, and I don't know what these guys are doing for each other behind closed doors. But, I mean, to me, these guys love to show off. If they were doing, if they were getting dudes properties, they would show the properties. You know what I'm saying? They I mean, they show us a watch. Why? Well, and then here's the next question. If you're getting them properties and you're keeping that a secret, but you're showing us a watch, Why? Well, you know, what do you think about us? You really think that's all we care to see? Like, how many how many more bust-down watches can I see on Instagram? Like, is, is the next one going to make me more impressed than the last one? So, anyways, when I hear the term $45,000, $50,000, $100,000, which is what some of these guys are spending on each other, you know what I'm saying, or with their girlfriends or whoever, it's like a million things that come into my mind that I, I would love somebody to give me if they were going to give me a gift over a car or a watch, because if you give me this, I'll if I want that car, I'll be able to go buy five of them. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to give me the car. Give me this, and I'll you know. Fifty Cent said in a song. He said, "Um, you don't need fish, little nigga. You need a pole." Like saying, like basically saying, like he was talking from the perspective of like an OG or somebody. Who, excuse me, somebody who's in a position to put someone on. I'm not going to give you the fish, but I could definitely give you the pole, like the fishing rod. That will, you know, you can go out there and get way, way more fish than what I could give you. That's if I love you. That's if I really care about you. That's if I really don't want you under my thumb forever. That's if I really want to see you financially free. That's if I myself have a mature mentality. Because sometimes these guys, it's not like they're 
they're intentionally doing this. No, they themselves get impressed by jewelry and cars. So they feel like, well, he's a nigga. I'm a nigga. We from the street. We never had shit. So I'm going to show him like, yeah, you never had shit. So why don't you get some ownership? You know what I'm saying? Like get something that's going to appreciate and value. Get something that's going to you live, leave, leave behind residual income and dividends and things like that and, 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 and grow and become even more and, 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 make pro- turn a profit you know what i'm saying like why don't you get things like that like i never understood the type of girl who dates a man who's wealthy and all she wants from him is purses and cars and bitch if you don't ask that nigga to open you some shops if you don't ask that nigga to invest in some index funds and stuff like that for you you stupid bitch like you know what i'm saying you get your own birkin bag you can go get that yourself you could double down on that if that's what you just and, and so, some of y'all in a position with a nigga Who'll do both? Why you not getting the other? Like, why you only want the bag? Like, you a dumb hoe. Now, especially if you don't have any income for real. Because what, what will happen if y'all break up? You you will be out here on the hunting block for the next rich nigga rather than being able to rely on yourself to the next ni- rich nigga just come by. I never understood that shit. I remember my homeboy sister went through that. She dated a millionaire for like two, three years. Like a multi-millionaire. Like a, like a rich-ass dude, bruh. And all she wanted from this nigga was clothes and all that shit. Then one day, I came over there to smoke with him. This is when I was younger. Like, younger. Like, she was an old... She, she's his older sister. Like, we used to see her get picked up in cars that you wouldn't even believe. You know what I'm saying? Like, going places that didn't even make sense. Way, way before it was even popular for girls to go to Dubai and all. I didn't even know what the fuck that meant. Like, when I was that age. I was like, what the hell is... Like, I, I'm thinking that's some type of hotel, bro. That's how long ago this was. I didn't know about no Dubai. The fuck is the Dubai? Like, you know what I'm saying? I know what the hell that was. I was young, man. And came over there and uh, she was in there going crazy. I'm like, what the hell what happened to you now? Like, you know what I'm saying? She, she broke down to and told us, like, you know, like, everything, bro. It's like, she's like, it really finally hit her that she walked away from this relationship with a bunch of designer clothes. Now she the freshest broke bitch on the block. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and she, she was having a hard time selling that shit. She was trying to sell it. This is back before, like, let me think of what era. This is MySpace era. So, you know, like, you 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 know, there was no um, let go or five mile app or none of that shit. Like, you was either getting on eBay, shit, going to a, what you call the shop? What's it? Shit, thrift shop. You know what I'm saying? And they wasn't finna pay you all that money for them clothes. Them clothes she had was probably worth thousands of dollars. She over there showing us dresses that this celebrity had on at the, at the Grammys and she's showing us, oh, look, see, she got this on and I got, look, there, there they go right there in the corner of the closet. Like, she is all she got and a bunch of cool memories of going to all these cool places. That's it. She back broke. You know what I'm saying? She never asked him for no money. She just figured, oh, I got a rich nigga who take care of me. What you thought this was going to last forever? On to the next bitch. You, you, you done played yourself out. You expired. It's time for some new food. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never understood that shit. Now, here I am seeing Gucci Mane give his artists a watch, and all I can think of is, damn, I personally, I don't know, I'm different than probably that dude. I would appreciate it, because I know it's a gift, and it would it'd be sentimental to me. I've grew up listening to Gucci Mane, like, wow, this is something that Gucci Mane gave me. It, it don't matter if it was a, a pair of socks. I can say with them, hey, somebody say, hey, bro, oh, these socks kind of fresh. You come to my room, right? You say, these socks kind of fresh. Oh, yeah, man, Gucci gave me those. Gucci? 
These ain't Gucci. No, no, Gucci Mane. Oh, for real, Gucci Mane gave me these shits? Like, it's kind of cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, the nigga gave me a cup, I'd appreciate it. You feel me? But it's, it's, it's more so like, damn... Is this what black people think about black people? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you out of everything you could have did with $45,000, $50,000, however much the watch costs, 100000 you want to get me a fucking iced out watch, bro? I mean, damn, you could have at least got me a plane, Jane. Why the fuck are you going to give me one with, with diamonds all, all in it? A bust down. What the hell wrong with you? But I'm, I'm different, though. And I have to, I guess sometimes when I'm looking at these videos and things like that, I have to remember I'm different. You know, like I'm watching this video that really made me get up and do this episode is um 21 Savage and Lil Baby. And shout out to these guys because I like these guys, too. I don't really care too much for Lil Baby's music, but I like his mindset, his mentality. And then um they were at Young Thug birthday party and they giving him some jewelry. And the first thing I'm thinking is, first of all, 21 Savage don't even really wear jewelry like that. You know what I'm saying? So it just show you that even he feel like the men- it's the mentality of the giver. Like, oh, this is something that Thug would probably like, right? Because you want to give people what they like. But me personally, I don't know. I, I look at life differently. I- if I have enough money to get you what you like, I feel like I have enough money to get you what you need. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then once again, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. I'm just trying to make a point here. And, you know, they bought him some jewelry. Young Thug, if I had to guess, probably has more money than 21 Savage and Lil Baby combined. If I'm just guessing, he's been around a little bit longer. You know, he's done bigger things. You know, if I, I'm just, I'm not knocking them. I'm not saying they're not on the way. I'm not saying none of that. I'm just simply saying, I mean, he has a whole record label. You know, YSL, he's got Keyed, he's got Gunna, he's got Got It, he's got um, Duke. He's got a couple of artists over there, you know what I'm saying, that are doing doing pretty well for themselves. And I know he's making some money off of it. Like, what the hell are you buying me a piece of jewelry for? You know what I'm saying? I mean... I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, if I was thug, I'd feel offended. That's just, but that, that, let me ask you if I was thug, if I, I, I that, that was me. And they were, I'd like, damn, like, like seriously, like we could have came together and started a business together in Atlanta, open up a little studio. I don't know something like, what the hell are you giving me a, a, a bracelet or a chain or a watch for? I already got a few of those. Like there's other shit that we need to be doing. I, I don't know. That's just how I look at it. Right. At this point, there, in my opinion, and I'm not set, saying it's everybody's responsibility, and I know this might sound like I'm going off topic a little bit, but I'm not. In my opinion, I'm, trying, I'm really going to show you the mentality of black people right now, right? The mentality. In my opinion, there is more than enough wealth with just, just, just within our hip-hop community alone to make certain changes and take over certain infrastructures that affect our community directly, Okay? There is more than enough, but where's the, where's our money going to earrings, chains, watches, clothes, cars, you know what I'm saying? Then you have these niggas doing all this, all these different things to get money. And what do they tell our youth in the music? Oh, uh, don't, don't be, don't be counting my pockets. Go get your own bag. Well, why don't you help them? Why don't you write a book? Tell us what you did. Tell us, show us something or what you want to be the only one with the bag. I mean, I mean, it did that, it, it's what it's starting to seem like, you know, what I'm saying you don't want to really see your people really go on to the next level. And I don't know if you consciously feel that way or subconsciously feel that way, but that's what it's starting to come off as because everybody's just throwing the money in everybody's face. But nobody wants to give anybody the real step A, step B on how to get it and tell people what things to avoid. Nobody wants to tell the, the gory side of the story, just the glory. Tell us about that time you signed that contract and you you talk to somebody else about it and they're like, bro, you're supposed to be making another extra 10 million. What the hell happened to your money? 
I thought this was how it's supposed to go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, tell people about how you fucked your first advance up and had to do all kind of weird ass shit to get it back. Like, tell 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 us about that. Like, you know, there's a lot of young niggas out here that want to be in the music industry. You know what I'm saying? Talk to them, folks. Tell them folks some game. Like, why y'all be holding back so much game, but you ready to show me a chain, though? You'll show me that. You'll tell me exactly how much you spend on it, too. But tell me how, how tell me what you did to get the money to spend on that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these rappers, believe it or not, they do have other stuff going on, y'all. They do have properties. They do own all kinds of stuff. But they'd rather get on Instagram and show us what? The new chain they bought. No, show me that new building you just bought. Show me, show me, show me something. Show me some layouts, some something like that. Why you want to show me a chain so bad? Because you think that's what impresses me. Cause you think we're all just living in the hood like, damn, man, if only I can get rich and get me a chain. No, some of us are like, I want to get rich and own shit that's going to make me more rich. Something I can leave behind, something that can get my mom out of working, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the mentality of our people. It's just, it's it's, it's almost exhausting. It's and, and, and then that's, you know, honestly, that's why I don't feel bad when a lot of these guys get robbed. I really don't. I don't even, I don't, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I don't, I don't even feel that bad when they get robbed and killed. Because it's like, well, what were you doing? I'm, I'm gonna say this, and I know some people don't are not gonna agree with me. We are black people. We are at the bottom of the pit, even when we on top of shit. I need you to understand that. I need you to hear me loud and clear. We are black people. We are at the bottom of the pit, even when we're on top of shit. So what I'm trying to tell you is that, in my opinion, we all have a duty. I don't care what nobody say. I, I know people don't want to hear that. Nah, bro, y'all niggas on your own. I, I didn't nobody help me. Nobody was so let me turn around and not help somebody. You know, I never understood that mentality. And I'll talk to you about that in a second. You know what I'm saying? But my whole thing is this, man. We are at the bottom of the pit, even when we're on top of shit. We owe each other. We owe each other at least the basic sharing of knowledge and information. The basic sharing of resources. When you get it, you're supposed to put somebody on. You don't got to put the whole the whole black people. You need to put somebody on, and it should be a chain of people like that. Like, you're never supposed to get all these things and be by yourself with them. You're not white. You're not nothing else. You ain't no Asian. You're black, okay? You are at the bottom of all this shit. Yes, we owe each other. Black men, you owe black women. Black women, you owe black men. Black black elders, you owe black youth. Black rich people, you owe poor black people. Yes, especially if you come from poor poverty yourself. You definitely owe them niggas. Like, yes, we do. It is a duty. We can't, we can't, we can't and should not live like white people. Because the first motherfuckers that do, that go, that disagree with what I say are the first motherfuckers to turn around and say some shit like, man, we got to do better as a people. We got a man of white folks out there running around, running laps around us. Them white folks got all this stuff. Yeah, you know why? Because in the beginning of their time coming up, the... They had a sense of duty. They weren't into just me, 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 me. It was even back in slavery. Do you think the motherfuckers was um, trading slaves? And I don't know. You're, you're, you're. Um, that guy over there seems like I, I need him over here today. Man, them folks was definitely probably swapping out slaves. I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm almost 100 percent sure they probably was because they had an ultimate goal. And right now, I need this done. And you need that. I got somebody over here who's better at that, and you got somebody over there that's better than that. Send me, send me your niggers, and I'm gonna send you my niggers. Like you know, what I'm saying them folks was definitely making transactions like that. How you talking about them folks was putting each other on? That you don't believe me? That's how the Willie Lynch papers came about. So y'all niggas ain't even y'all niggas not even in tune. The Willie Lynch papers was started not in the South. 
Them shits were wrote in, written in, in the Caribbean, bro, in the West Indies by a slave owner named Willie Lynch, okay? And he wrote them papers and he got them to America. This was before Instagram where you could DM somebody some shit or email or even a telephone text. And this nigga had to get this shit on a boat, okay? There wasn't even airplanes back then. Like, he had to send them papers on a boat. Maybe one copy of them, too. And them shits went and floated around the whole dirty south. The whole Mason-Dixie line. The whole Bible Belt got a hold of them damn papers. That's how they learned how to control us, bro. With them Willie Lynch papers, bro. They was they wasn't even able, they wasn't able to keep their slaves under control until they got them papers for real. Them papers broke us the fuck down. You know how they got it? Because one nigga figured something out. He said, "Oh, well, damn." Well, not nigga. One cracker figured some shit out. Like, oh, damn. I I know what we can do. We can. Oh man, we got to get everybody in tune with this. Send this out there. Excuse me, send this. Send this out to all them crackers out there in Georgia and Alabama and Mississippi and Louisiana and Tennessee and South Carolina. North Carolina, all of that shit. Send these shits on out there. He gave them niggas the game. They said, you want to hide something from a black man, put it in a book. I'm holding this book right now. Matter of fact, let me actually hold it so I'm telling y'all the truth. It is called Think and Grow Rich. It was written by a white man in Napoleon Hill. You think when he wrote this book, he wrote it for your black ass? No. But when he got some game, he put it in a fucking book. Why? So everybody else can go get it. You guys said that this book was the first, these books, not this book specifically, books were the first YouTube, it was the first documentaries, it was the first um, TED Talk, because they didn't have all that shit back then. You wanted to teach people something, you put it in a book, you put it somewhere in somebody's library, and they will grab it and they will read it. It's as simple as that, bro. Every other race gets it. You want you want to grow as a race. You want to grow the people. We got to put each other on. And whatever we get good at, we got to share with other people. But black people get finally get a little bit of money, and they go run off. They go run off and and only keep it to themselves. And they come back and spoon feed motherfuckers, right? They come back and spoon feed motherfuckers, or they go and buy them some bullshit that don't really got no real value in the real world. Them wealthy white people, when they see black people come around them and they got 30 chains on and the bus down and you pull up in the most expensive, they laugh. Why they laugh at the top of their, they way richer than you and they would never do some stupid shit like that. What the fuck you went and did all that for? Dumbass nigga, when they spend $70,000 on a necklace. They looking at you like you dumb as hell. They know you ain't got nothing else going on, but you got a fucking $70,000 necklace. Do you know what you can do with $70,000? Do you know any people's lives you can change to $70,000? Seriously, I know it don't sound like a lot of money, but when you, if you, if you really, you, you can, you can get people started at the bare minimum. I'm going to tell you why some of these niggas don't ever change their hood. Because if they don't change their hood, what the hell are they going to complain about? Who the hell going to make them look good? Most of all these hood ass rappers, they got more than enough money to go back and change the face of their hood at the bare minimum. They might not be able to change everybody's mentality, but they can change how nasty and ugly it looks. The city ain't been doing it. Y'all complain about the city ain't doing it. The state ain't doing it. Federal ain't doing it. But you have enough money to go and knock them building down and build new ones. Renovate. Renovate the school. When you you have enough money, bro. I've seen you put it on your neck and your wrist and in your garage. Trust me. You have more than enough money to renovate these buildings. You do. Why don't they, y'all? I'm going to tell you why. Because it don't look gangster. When you standing in front of nice buildings, 
That's why it don't you don't it don't look hood or none of that. You don't have anything to talk about no more. That's their whole identity. And you niggas that be all up in their videos is dumb as hell. This nigga pull up in an expensive car. He tell y'all to come outside and 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 wife beaters with your shirt off and looking poor as hell. He ain't buy y'all no new, new no new shirts or nothing. Y'all stand behind him throwing up gang signs and guns and liquor and smoking weed and holding up your little your little drug money that you done made today, your little two hundred dollars in the video. He hang out with you. He might post up with you for maybe about an hour or two after that. And he get in his nice car and drive back to the suburbs. And leave y'all niggas to stay broke down there. Yeah. That's it. That's all the nigga do. And you standing right there behind him like Boo Boo the Fool. Looking dumb as hell. I say y'all rob him. I mean, you might as well get you a pack, flip it. One of y'all niggas go get a barbershop, then get another shop, then get you a wing spot, and put it and employ all the little young niggas in the hood. Soon as you turn 16, little homie nigga, you gonna go work in my wing spot. I got you. After school work. I'm gonna pay you eleven dollars an hour. That's more than McDonald's. Still, when you get off, you wanna flip them packs, little homie, you can flip them packs, but I got you. I know how it is. I get it. But I'm just saying, y'all might well rob that nigga. He come there, shit on you when you really think about it, and then leave. But he get a good looking music video out that shit. You still got to live there. You still ain't got no car. I bet you, you still ain't got no car. You still living with people. You still struggling. You still on probation having to pay all these fees. Let's talk about it. You you still ain't got shit, but he needs you to he needs you to be that way, because if you move on in life, when he comes back to that hood, guess who's there? Nothing but kids and old people. It don't look so gangster no more now, do it? I just seen a lot of hoods become basically elderly hood. This is one neighborhood off Bankhead. That shit is number of old people now. All the young niggas have moved on, died, and went to jail. Ain't nothing but little kids and that motherfucker and old people. Nothing but little kids and old people. That's it. Who wants to shoot a video like that? I mean, this is like a positive song, yeah, there. But damn, when we see the hood, we want to. We know people want to see the street niggas, right? How you gonna have street niggas in the hood if they not there? If you don't put them all in businesses, if you don't took them all off the block, and I get it, you can't feed everybody, right? I get it. Some of these niggas. You try to put them on and they're gonna fumble the ball. I understand that fully. Fully. I really do. So don't don't get it twisted like I don't get that part of the, the, the equation. But my whole thing is if that's how you really feel about them niggas, then, then fuck it, bro. I don't like this new generation, but one thing I do like about this new generation is they stop this the newer generation is starting to stop glorifying the ghetto. They don't want to make money and stay in the hood anymore. That's why so many people are scamming now, so they get the fuck on. That's why you go to Buckhead, you go to them condos, you be like, damn, this shit full of niggas. Like, where the fuck all these niggas get this money? These are nigga niggas. Oh, I know him, but he from the he from the swat. Oh shit, how the fuck he get up here? Yeah. Niggas ain't staying in the hood no. You remember back in the day when I was younger, niggas be rich as fuck, stay right there in the hood. Trap house, projects, what up? I remember I was in New York, bruh, in the Bronx. You know, that's where I was born. And um, I was at, I want to say, 
Baychester houses or something like that in the Bronx. And I'll never forget this shit, man. This nigga, this is like, this is back in the day, you know. This is this was baggy clothes era. Like, some people was wearing skinny clothes at this time. I was like, I had just turned 15. And we was up in the Bronx or whatever this summer. And um, some big blood nigga, he pulled up in this red Hummer with the rims and everything. And I'm just like, damn. And I even said, I was like, yo, you think he live here? Cause I couldn't, it, it, my mind couldn't wrap my mind around it, right? I'm like, well, I don't think he live here. He probably just pull up and fuck a hole or something like that. Nah, man, that nigga live there, bro. If it, I bet money, if that nigga still getting money right now, he don't live in no fucking projects. That nigga done moved downtown somewhere. He done got him a little condo in Midtown or some shit. Or, or downtown uh, Manhattan, lower Manhattan. Niggas ain't doing that no more. Niggas getting up out of there. But they don't even want to share the sauce because, I mean, first of all, a lot of them getting it from fraud. Yeah, nine out of ten times, and I hate to say this because you got some dudes who are just photographers or videographers or they just, you know, they just got some money thing going on. Nine out of ten times, you see a, a nigga living like that, condos and luxury cars, scammer. You know what I'm saying? Scammer. Trap money don't even put you there because the trap money ain't got no credit line behind it. Scammer. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, but the, but the point of, let's get back to the point here. You know, what is the mentality of our people where these are the things that we gift each other with? Material items that depreciate as soon as we put them on, as soon as we pull them off the lot. There are things that could do way more for us, especially in the long run, that cost less, but people won't, they won't do it. I get why some men don't do that for their girl. They feel like if I give her wings, she'll fly away. I think I said it. Um, hold on, let me see. If I, uh, let me see. I know I said something like that in one of my songs I wrote recently. I said, um, "What did I say?" You know, um, I said, "Uplift a hoe and she'll fly away. Try and feed a snake and they may bite your face." All they do is whine like some Chardonnay. They don't want no smoke on the fireplace. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uplift the hole and she'll fly away. So I, I, I get I get that one. I definitely get that one. And for the ladies, sometimes sometimes when they put these niggas on, you know what I'm saying? These niggas start to feel themselves and start to feel like they over the woman that helped them get what they got. My whole thing is this, man. Black people have to change their mentality, period. Because I will say on the flip side to everything I'm saying, a lot of y'all are not helpable. A lot of y'all have probably been helped and you fumbled the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of women that you can't get them no shop. You can't be in love with her and go get her a nail shop and put her on to making money with real estate or something. like that bitch going, once again, like I said, she going, you going to uplift the hoe and she going to fly away. You in the dig? And then, you know, saying even with the other one, um, the same thing with the niggas. So we have to get out of this 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 niggerish mentality because we too I think the thing about a lot of black people, a lot of us, we come from having nothing. And we get too anxious and too geeked up when we get something. It's like nigga, chill. You got it, you finally in a position, just relax. Let's take a walk. You know what I'm saying? Like every other race of people seems to get it. Like, okay, I'm here, but I'm not I'm not really there. Chill out. We so quick to want to run out and show people like, 
oh, I ain't broke no more. Like, look at me. I'm rich now. Like, you gonna know I'm getting money. Like, you, when black people get money, you know they get money. Nigga get, nigga make $40,000 on a PPP loan. And I mean, damn, next, the next week, you're just the freshest, drippiest Corvette driving nigga in the world. Like, chill. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit, if you, if you smart, that shit gonna come. I know, and I know how I feel. I, I, I used to do some of the same shit. I get, I get some money. You gonna know I'm getting money. You gonna know when Tommy getting money. But I had to learn like that, bro. That's not the way to go. You know what I'm saying? That is not the way to go. That's why so many niggas be having money so they be broke tomorrow. You give a white boy some money, that nigga gonna have money forever. You give the Mexicans some money, them Asians, some East Asians, and even the Middle Eastern motherfuckers, they gonna have money forever. You give a black person some money, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. You think any white basketball player ever ended up how Allen Iverson had ended up at one point? Niggas be doing nigga shit. This nigga got on TV and said he couldn't afford a burger. How the fuck? You Allen Iverson, you had shoes, you was in video games, you was the lead basketball player for Philadelphia. How the fuck you can't afford a burger, bro? What the hell you did with all that money? And them niggas make more money than rappers. What the fuck you did with all that money? Nigga shit. Nigga shit. And he probably got bad karma because he probably didn't put nobody on. Let's talk about it. And he was shitting on the niggas from the hood he grew up with. Them the three things that be killing a lot of our young brothers out here with this money. They shit on the people that they shouldn't be shitting on. They turn their backs on people. They want to use the money to make people jealous. They want to boast and brag. They exalt themselves. They're not humble. And then in the meanwhile, they're doing a whole bunch of nigga shit with the money. And I love the movie Django because it was such a... It was one of the most realistic, non-realistic slave movies that ever came out. It is so much underlying truth in that movie. Here's Django, right? Slave. And I understand this mentality. I really do. And and for white people who look at it, I need y'all to kind of understand, even though it's wrong, you have to understand, you have to at least understand it, right? There's a lot of things in this world I don't agree with, I don't think people should do, but I understand it. I understand why some girls sell pussy. I do. I don't agree with it, though. You see what I'm saying? Like, here's the thing, right? So, Django was a slave. He he walked around with these rags and everything, right? They, these people made him wear this shit, right? He looked like a bum. He looked dirty. He, you think these folks don't know this shit? They see their slave masters. They see the other people in the, in the world, how they dress. And they see this shit. Trust me, they see it. Right? They're not living under a rock. Now, you remember that scene where the dude told him, okay, now you pick your clothes. He said, he looked at, he looked at that white man. He said, you was going to let me pick my own clothes? He said, well, why, why not? What did Django go do? The white man put on a regular basic suit. What did Django go do? He went and got the most flashiest little bright blue motherfucking suit he could find. He went and got, he was like, oh, these niggas gonna know I'm not like these other niggas. Remember that shit? He, he, oh, that was the mentality. He's like, these niggas gonna know I am not one of them other niggas. I'm a different nigga. I'm a free nigga. You gonna tell by the way. Look, even when he was walking with the girl at that first plantation, she said, wait, you, you chose to dress like that? He was like, yeah, I chose to dress like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? He walked through that motherfucker, that bright blue tight polyester. <laughs> Bright as a motherfucker, right? Because he wanted niggas to know. 
I mean, he was more flashy than the white people who had more money than I need y'all to realize the nigga mentality fully embodied in Django in that scene. I bet you didn't even peep it, huh? Hey, man, come fuck with me, man. Because, look, they don't want me in my bag. They want me in a box. Can I get a hello or amen or hallelujah? Okay? Come fuck with me, man. I be thinking about shit, bro. I be peeping shit, bro. I be, I be, I be, see it. I be running laps around people who went to college for four or five, six years, bro. Running laps around their ass. They be like, damn. So what school did you go to? I'm like, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't get, don't get confused about all the, you know what I'm saying? And nigga and bitch and all. No, don't get, I'm telling you, I'm gonna run laps around most of these motherfuckers, man. That's why I can say nigga and bitch and all that shit. And I'm, and I'm trying to stop saying it, but that's why I can do it. Because when it comes down to it, I'm gonna do goddamn Simone Bow jump flips over your puss ass. Like, let me tell you something, man. You gotta peep what's going on in that movie. Go, I'm telling you, come watch that movie with me, man. Come watch the movie Django with your boy. I'm gonna show you some shit. And you're gonna be like, damn, all I was thinking about was him killing white people. Yeah, it's way more going on than that. It is so much more. So much more. I mean, 12 years of slave roots. Um, none of that shit, bro. Antebellum with my girl Janelle Monet. None of that shit. I'm telling you, it's touching Django, bro. None of it, bro. Birth of none of it. The Harriet Tubman move me. None of it is touching that Django shit, bro. Them motherfuckers. I don't. It's to the point where I don't even know if they noticed what they were doing when they made the movie. I really wonder if the writers and was it Clint Eastwood if they really knew the levels of things that they were touching in that movie. Because there's some scenes in that movie that make you really think, like, wow, we have been fucked up for a long time. Think about it. I'm going to say it again. He walking around in rags. He walking around like every other nigga, right? And then he finally get, finally get the chance to go get some. And what does he do? He don't go put on a regular suit like his like his white boss even has. The guy who has more money than him. The guy who's putting him on. He go and get the brightest motherfucking suit he can get. You know what I'm saying? And I need you to understand this. I'm not I'm not talking about the specifics. I'm talking about the the technicality. I'm talking about the mentality of it. The mentality that goes behind why he did that. When we with the niggas, we with the niggas. As soon as we get a little money, we want to separate. But still kind of be with the niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to be the rich nigga. I want to show people. I'm, I want it all about me. It kind of builds almost like a narcissistic complex about ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I've said a lot. I could say more. I need you guys to realize, though, that, you know, we'll never get anywhere as a people with these mentalities. You know, with this, I accept jewelry and cars and clothes and this i'm gonna give the jewelry cars and clothes i'm gonna i'm gonna get the knowledge i'm gonna keep it to myself and and i don't owe black people nothing i don't know what the fuck tommy v talking about on raw sex fuck him you know what i'm saying he's just broke he's just just in the third he don't know what it's like up here blah 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 i get it that's how you feel and that's cool i'm not asking you for a handout i'm just simply saying that in my opinion, every step that you take in life as a black person, you have to also turn around, bro. You have to, bro. It's, it's, we ain't not, We are at the bottom. So if you, you, all right, don't do it. But I don't want to hear all that pro-black shit later on. That's that's all I, that's, I'm the type of person, but I don't care what people do. I don't want to hear all the other bullshit later on. That's all I'm saying. You do what you want to, I just don't want to hear all that pro-black shit and black people need to, I don't want to hear black, you ain't black no more. You just you. 
What did, what did OJ Simpson say? I'm not black. I'm OJ. You're not black no more. You just um, whoever, whatever you are, whatever your rap name is, whatever your real name is, whatever you go by. Your name is DJ Boo Boo, then that's who you are. You're not black no more. I don't hear nothing about no pro-black or black people because you don't do shit for black people. You don't do a goddamn thing for black people. You actually are making black people hate themselves. You make black people have to feel like they have to rob another black person to be... Because some black people, bro, they don't know, bro. And can you blame them? All we're taught is money, cars, clothes, hoes. And then some bullshit at school, which all people are taught bullshit. Cause we talk about photosynthesis, and I'm not saying white people don't get taught the same thing. I'm just saying like school don't really teach as much either. So we don't. A lot of us don't really know shit. And I get it. You went out there and you learned. That's cool, fine and dandy. But some people don't have the 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 umph to to do that, or they don't even know where to begin. You ain't no better than people. And for all the niggas out there. For any of my friends that's listening, if you ever get rich and I'm not rich yet, or I am rich too, don't you ever motherfucking disrespect me and buy me no fucking bust down piece of nothing for my birthday. Don't you ever disrespect my intelligence like that. Don't you ever fix your mouth to say, here, bro, and you hand me a fucking chain. Don't ever do that shit. That shit may impress them little hoes you fuck with or them little nigglets you fuck with, but it will never do anything for me. Don't you ever hand me no bust down nothing. Ever in your fucking life. Ever. Okay, do you understand? Like, do you really understand me when I say that? I, I need, I need, cause I know some of y'all are listening. I know a lot of y'all are going to be, are, are either are rich or are going to be rich. I'm telling you, don't you ever disrespect me like that. Don't you ever go out there and spend fifty, seventy thousand dollars on some jewelry or some clothes. You want to spend, 50, you want to spend fifty, seventy thousand dollars on me so goddamn bad? Come, come talk, come talk to me. Oh, just give me the money. How about that? Just give me, just give me, just give me the money. I'll, I'll figure it out. You just give me the money, and one day I'll be giving you that money right back because I'm gonna go out there and turn it into some profit and some more profit, and some more profit, and I'm gonna hand you the same fifty thousand dollars you handed me. Don't buy me no motherfucking jewelry, man. Don't disrespect me like that. Don't do that. It's war time of Via Raw Sex, and I'm out.